ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Dumpster Diaries. As always, I am your host, Justin Allen. And I am Moses Lortuse. And we got some stories for you today. Hey, man, I got to start it off by asking, man, are you a cat person? Um, no, not really. <laughs> not, not really not a real fan of cats. I got you. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, I was remembering this, this crazy story that happened to me a few years ago. Well, it was almost a decade ago, actually. Um... So after my after my mom passed away, right? Uh, like anytime someone passes away, there's always like the inheritance, like who takes over what. I mean, they got responsibilities and stuff that still have to be carried oh, out, yeah. right? And it was kind of like a sudden thing too. Well, uh, my dad uh, was like, they had a cat and a dog. And my dad had always, like, you know, he's always working on the road and stuff. And he came to me and was like, "Hey, can you take the cat?" And uh, I've never been a big fan of cats. But, like, I had, I couldn't say no. Yeah, was just in like, that situation, you, I was like, God damn it. You got guilted into taking the cat. So I inherited, like, this fucking, like, 18-year-old cat, dude. <laughs> just has all these health problems, right? Talk about an extra bill, man. So anyway, um, time goes on or whatever. This cat's in the house, right? And, I, like, I, and I, have, I have a German Shepherd. And, like, these things do not get along. Like, this cat is, like, a total bitch to this dog. <laughs> like, my dog would just walk by, and then the cat would just, like, bitch slap it for, like, no reason or whatever. So my dog was, like, fucking terrified of this cat. <laughs> and, uh, well, anyway, like, you know, we let, the cat was, like, trained to go outside and come back in the house and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. So we, we, we let him out, you know. And Did you have to go to fucking litter box? No, 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 no. We, okay. She, she would be like, hey, I need to go outside. Be like, all right, cool, well, that's, go. that's way better. Yeah, I can't do it. Litter box is fucking disgusting. Yeah. You ever go to someone's house that has that shit? And yeah. Like, as soon as you, as soon as you walk in the door, you're like you got a cat, don't you? Yeah. you fucking <laughs> you know. smell that I can't shit. hide that. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I don't know. It's like a black cat, so it's like a fucking ninja. You know, it's just like constantly. It moved, and I lived in the suburbs at the time, and like, so this thing was like in this whole new environment. I'd see it just creeping around or whatever, but I never worried about this cat. Like, it always just would come back or whatever. I mean, you know, it wants food, whatever the hell. Yeah. And uh, then one day it just goes missing. Like it doesn't come back in. I'm like, okay, this is weird. Whatever. Um, and then the next day passes, and I'm like, oh, all right, like, maybe something fucking happened to this cat, and then find, like, a new family, and I'm, like, over here partially praying, like, please, God, please yeah. someone take that cat. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, because the cat tear your shit up, man. It'd claw your fucking, oh, fuck yeah, man. Claw your couch, it'd piss on your fucking clothes, like, all this shit. Dude, I had an ex-girlfriend, and she had a cat. I hated that motherfucker. First off, it was weird as shit. Like, no one could even go near it besides her. Yeah. So eventually, like it would tear shit up. It was like super pissy, but like one literally t- and figuratively. Yeah, both. <laughs> one time she locked it, or it got locked in a spare bedroom once, and that cat literally, I'm not like it scratched the fucking door, scratched the panel, and ripped up the fucking carpet. It was carpet, so it just scratched that shit up. Like caused about four hundred dollars worth of damage. I was God. like, let's just throw the fucking thing out the window right now. Like, <laughs> call it good. But anyways. Oh yeah. So 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 we get to like day two, man, and like this cat's gone. I'm like, oh fuck. Like, you know, it's probably dead. I don't know. Something got it or whatever, you know. Day three, still don't hear shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right, man, fucking problem solved, right? <laughs> so I fucking get to work, go to work, and the guy that I work with, like I was in the military at the time, so we had like an appointment up on like the main base, right? I think it was like a medical clinic or something. Like he was like getting out and then I was like getting ready to move to another base. So I was getting all clear, all, all that bullshit, bureaucratic bullshit paperwork, right? And um, we get in my car, and it's like a shitty car, man. Super shitty car. And it's like fucking cobalt or something. It's like <laughs> old as hell, dude. <laughs> and, uh, dude, I'm sitting with this guy. He's in my passenger seat. And I'm getting ready to start the car, and then I just hear, ah. and I'm like, what the fuck is that? 
Like, I was like, yeah, I was like, do you have like a ringtone? Like, I didn't know. Was the car like, was, had it been started yet? No, it hadn't been started. Oh, okay. I'd be like, was that the fucking yet. engine? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I hear it again and I'm like, what the fuck? So I do actually start it. And it's, then, it, then it just goes like fucking ballistic. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, oh, fuck. So I turn it off. And then the first thing that the kid says to me, he's like, dude, do you have a cat? And I was like, oh, shit. Uh, like, <laughs> I was kind of thinking I didn't have one anymore. but <laughs> So, you know, I'm looking all around this fucking car. I can hear this, hear this cat. Like, I'm like popping the trunk. Like, I'm looking in shit. Like, I'm like looking under the body. I'm like, okay, where's this fucking thing, right? <laughs> and I pop the fucking hood, right? And then I find it. I can barely see it. It's behind the headlight, like down in the engine well. Like, this thing is like, there's no way I can get this cat out. Like, it's, it's like just gone beyond belief. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, no rescue. <laughs> and this cat's been through hell, like, its entire life. So, like, I mean, it's just, I don't know how long it's been in that car, but I imagine that's just, like, one hell of a ride. <laughs> Three days just driving down, like... Because you were using the car. Those, yeah, like, yeah. So, so I'm driving down, like, I-20 at 75 <laughs> miles an hour, like, on the way to work, and then I don't know what the... Cat probably thought it was a fucking astronaut or something. Probably so. <laughs> I can't believe it didn't make noise earlier, like... I, I dude, know, that I was probably its fucking care. dying breath. Like, his <laughs> <laughs> last... Last dish ever yeah. to get out of there. <laughs> so anyway, so my friend is like, dude, he was like, this fucking cat's stuck in here. He was like, do you have tools? And I was like, at the house. <laughs> and so he's like, oh shit. He starts laughing. He's like, oh shit. There's nothing we can do, man. And so I'm, I just like tell the cat, I'm like, buckle up, buckaroo. And I just like shut the hood. Kitty's last ride. Yeah, dude. We drive to the fucking house, dude. Finally, and this cat's like freaking me fuck out, dude. And I had to take out like my headlight, like oh, like, I'm doing like serious. This is like an hour long process. Like, and I had to like call my boss at work and explain, which sounds like the most like bullshit. Story. You caught. You're like, sorry, I'm gonna be late to work. I got a cat stuck in the car. <laughs> I, I, a cat in the car, dude. <laughs> He's like, oh, I've heard this shit three times this week. The old goddamn cat in the car. <laughs> and so anyway, I finally get this thing fucking loose. And I'm telling you, man, this thing jumps off like a fucking Olympic springboard jumper, dude. Like, it just comes out, like, sticks to my fucking chest. I mean, I felt bad. Like, it didn't, like, scratch me up, but it, like, jumped in my arms, and it was, like, shaking, and it was, like, visibly all fucked up and shit. And I was like, It was probably right. fucking hungry and thirsty. Yeah, yeah. So, so I fed it and gave it water and stuff, and I was like, you cool, dude? You know? Like, but the cat never fucked it. It never got in the garage again. Never, like, went down. I think it learned its lesson. Lesson learned. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. that's what it takes. It's kind of a sad story about that cat. So, like, uh, I went off. And was working overseas or whatever. And so the old lady had the cat. And uh, she was staying with some relatives. And they let the cat out like normal. Well, they lived out in the country. country. And like a fucking coyote or some shit got to it, right? Didn't kill it, but maimed it. Oh, hardcore. so it needed to be. Yeah. Like <laughs> euthanasia <laughs> yeah, was yeah. on the table after that, man. So they like. Chopping blind. Yeah, they were like calling me or whatever. They were like. Like, what are we going to do? What are we, like, I was like, you got to put the cat down. You got to take it. So yeah. They called the, I was like, you, you know, I was like, do it the most humane, humane way possible, obviously, right? And so um, they called the emergency vet line and they take the cat over there and they put the cat down. And it's like this huge dramatic thing because my old lady's entire family's there and they're like all crying and shit. And I'm over just, a, I'll be like, you yeah. don't even know the cat. What and are, I'm like, what are you upset about? I'm like drunk in a bar in Korea. <laughs> Put it down. Time is coming. It's, it's like an easy decision. Yeah, be like, yeah. Go with it. So anyway, um, so I'm like sitting here, like, oh, as time passes, you know, I talk to my dad occasionally and stuff like that, right? And he would always ask, like, hey, like, how, how's the cat doing? And I didn't have the heart to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, the cat's the cat's great, man. Like, doing good, doing good. 
What was yeah. the cat's name? Sissy. Sissy. Yeah. So we'll be like, Sissy's doing good. Sissy's doing good. She misses you. <laughs> she, she sends her love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a picture of you on the nightstand. She looks at it all day. You know? <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, fucking time goes by, time goes by. And, uh, dude, like two years down the road, I can't remember. I, I can't remember if I was, deployed. I was gone. Like, and my, and my, my old man was, was talking to some old lady. And mm. then, uh, he was like, hey, how's the cat? How, how's Sissy? And she was like, oh, uh, Sissy died like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, I mean, he was cool about it. He accepted it or whatever. But like, it became this whole fucking thing. And then she calls me and she was like, why the fuck did you not tell me that you had this whole long drawn out story going with your dad? She was like, you should at least let me know. You're so, like, nah, you did the hard part. You you told him the cat was dead. Like, you are dead. <laughs> God, dude. I felt so bad. I mean, it's funny now, you know. Was it the difference between a comedy and a tragedy is just time? Time. Yeah. Dude, I have a funny fucking cat story myself, and it does involve a vehicle. Really? Yeah. So, <laughs> What's like, up with cats and vehicles, dude? Dude, they're, they fucking like, when, I don't know, whenever it's wintertime. Yeah, I was doing it like wintertime for sure. They like getting up under there for the heat, but this was not fucking wintertime. Anyway, so back in high school, my buddy and I had a plan. We were going to take this, it was a feral cat. So it was fucking wild. It was so a, you just found it? It was a wild. stray cat. Oh, yeah. okay. So we picked it up. We we're going to give it a good home, but then we couldn't take care of it. So we were like, hey, let's put it in a backpack and release it in Walmart. So <laughs> we, and how uh, old were you at the time? I was in high school. Probably. Okay. I was 16, able to, I was able to drive. So yeah, probably, probably 16. Oh, so we get the cat. Well, it, like my, my buddy, we had to put on gloves. Cause like when I say it's feral, like it is like, if you grab that motherfucker, it is immediately trying to scratch your gun. It's coming out swinging. Yeah. So. <laughs> Buddy had some work gloves, grabbed the cat. We were trying to put it in a cat carrier to take it up to the Walmart. Anyways, that didn't fucking go in according to plan. So anyways, it gets out. But meanwhile, this is going on inside of his single cab pickup truck. Yeah. So I'm in a seat. He's in the seat. Cat in the middle with the carrier. We're trying to jam that thing in there. Gets It gets away from him, wedges itself up underneath the seat. Oh, and shit. is just like... Like doing that pissed off fucking cat thing. Like, like it's not stuck, it's just hiding. No, dude, it's just hiding under there, like oh. waiting for a hand to reach under there so we can fuck somebody up. So <laughs> we eventually, like, at first he's like, dude, I'm just gonna leave it in here. I was like, dude, that cat's gonna piss and shit all in here. Like, it's not a good idea. Yeah, it's gonna, sure. you're gonna have to get it out of there. So pops glove back on, close one door, open one door, put the cat carrier up against the driver's side door. To where we could try to like push it, try to flank it in there and get it to go into the cat carrier. Yeah. We eventually do get it into the cat carrier. So then we're like, all right, game on. We can continue on with the plan. So we're driving to Walmart. The cat is still in the carrier. It's pissed off. Get to Walmart, take the cat, put it in the back of the truck. And then in the process of putting the cat in the backpack from the carrier, that motherfucker escapes. And it like just bolts like it was fucking we never saw that motherfucker again. So yeah, it got yeah. released in the Walmart parking lot instead of the actual store. But legend has it he's still there. Probably probably scratching <laughs> little kids' eyeballs out and shit. You get lost in the ball pit, there's a cat in there. Dude, screw cats, man. I can't do it. Like they like they're the biggest assholes. They really are. And they, like a dog is so much more loyal and affectionate. Like they need you. A cat is like, fuck you, you're my servant, like I'll give you attention if I need something, and then other than that, I'm done. Like, yeah, I had a teacher in uh, college, man. He uh, in a Western Civ class, he was explaining. I mean, this starts from like the dawn of like human history to like now, basically. 
and he was explaining the domestication of cats and dogs over time, right? And apparently dogs were domesticated like thousands of years before cats. Oh, okay. Because like wolf packs used to fo- like follow like hunters and shit like that. And like we would feed them and stuff. And then we started yeah, yeah. to realize that like if they were around, then like other predators and shit weren't around. Yeah. Right. And then eventually like it became like good old boys. And then, you know, man's best just, friend. Yeah. Now they just wear like bandanas and their nails trimmed and shit. Yeah. I go to the fucking empty <laughs> shop. But I guess that's why they're so cool is because they've had like thousands of years of like breeding and like a jump on cats and cats like haven't really been around us like all that long man comparatively yeah and that's why they're still like almost like very animalistic primitive you know yeah I mean? like, yeah that makes sense well hell i guess the fucking egyptians they worship the fucking cat that's so probably what fit into their pro- fucking ego yeah like they probably <laughs> they just expect this shit from now it's, <laughs> it's like, just like <laughs> you know i used to be a god it's yeah like, like turn around and show ancestors. you your asshole yeah <laughs> put, a, put a dead mouse on your pillow <laughs> I, I brought you gifts yeah. from a land far. <laughs> I shit in a box for you. What's up? <laughs> Did you ever seen a, I think it's a scary movie too? Yeah. Uh, you remember when uh, Sydney is um, the dark guy? I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember her name. She was married to Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah. But she was fighting that cat. And then they were just like, the cat was just like, and I don't know, like, oh, the cat was like beating the shit out of that girl. The shit out of <laughs> breaking a beer bottle, trying to stab her in the throat, yeah. <laughs> boxing and shit. Yeah. And she was like, I know, like, there's a fucking hilarious scene. She was like, Oh, I know why you're mad, Mr. Kitty. She's like, It's because I took a dump in your litter box. <laughs> and the cat's head turns and looks at its litter box, and there's this huge Cleveland steamer in there. And it's literally got like stink waves and heat coming off of it. And the cat's eyes just fucking grow twice its size. And I think that's when it grabs the beer bottle, and tries to stab her in the fucking neck, dude. <laughs> oh my god dude. yeah I don't know cats are really question I love dogs though man dogs are good yeah me too dogs are good man my dog's like a big sweetheart you know German Shepherd goofy you know yeah man dogs are where it's at man I'll tell you that but I don't know man you know like I started thinking about like I, remi- I was reminded of that cat story and then I so then I started going down like memory lane you know like I was like oh, okay like remembering stories about like my mom and like growing up or whatever mm-hmm. and uh so she basically like kind of raised us on her own. Like my dad was around a little bit, but he was just always working on us. Oh yeah. Like I mean, there was periods that he'd be gone like a year, you know, and stuff like that. So I'll have to buy some smokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, went to go get some milk, <laughs> cigarettes. That was about four years ago. So I don't know where where the hell he's at. It took a wrong turn somewhere. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I started thinking about. You know, she was she was like a young mom or whatever. She was she was twenty when she got pregnant with me, and oh, yeah. you know, oldest son or whatever. And uh, so, you know, parents need breaks from kids, man. Like, Fuck yeah. At the time, I didn't understand because I was so young. I mean, I think I was probably like eight, you know. And uh, but uh, you know, looking back, I kind of see that like, oh, okay, like kids kids are just like a lot. Like they they don't stop talking. Like they're always they like, don't stop needing shit. Like yeah, man. Like it's a it's a tall order, dude. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, so anyway, so she has some friends that were, like, involved in, like, a local church and all that stuff, and they, they had kids about my age and stuff, and so they, they all collectively, as parents, decided they were just going to send their kids to this church camp, right? <laughs> and, uh, I mean, this is, like, off the beaten path. I think it, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, it was it was a good ways away, man. It's, like, an hour from where we lived. Like, it was in the middle. I mean, we already live in the country. This was, like, bowfuck Egypt. <laughs> and it's all these, like, hyper, like, religious leaders. Like fanatics. Of, yeah, yeah. But the camp was cool. It was mostly, like, they would have, like, Bible studies at the end of the day and stuff. And, like, kids would pray. They'd play music. But, like, 
during the day you were like Dude. playing in lakes and yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. hiking and fucking typical camp shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going down like water slides, oh, yeah. you know, like they're teaching you about nature, all this stuff. I mean, it was, so it was cool. actually a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was a little bitch. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was kind of missing mom. I mean, I was like eight years old or whatever. So she came with the other wives of the families and stuff. Because mm-hmm. uh, one of the husbands was there as like a, like a oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. Kind of thing, right? Can't counselor or leader yeah. or whatever and uh, so they, they came to pick up our laundry to do do laundry for the guys and all the stuff and kids and I, I just remember like my mom talking to me and I just it was like so sad I was like I just want to go home like I don't want to be here and I'm like crying and stuff like tearing up and she's like no you gotta stay I'm like please she's please, like chin up slugger I'm not ready to deal with you again <laughs> <laughs> she's probably just drinking like margaritas the entire time like hell yeah it's a fucking party in here Where's my kid at? Like, somebody's got it. We'll find his way home. But yeah, dude, and she's just like basically like talking to me like, no, you are staying. Yeah. You know, and then I'm just like, I don't know. I'm getting more and more upset, more and more upset. And then finally, she's just like, I'm leaving. You're like, and you You are not fucking coming. So yeah, if you really got a problem with it, how about you pray about it and then see how that works for you? Hang out with God. He's here. And I was like like telling her, I was like, I just feel like something bad is going to happen. Something really bad is going to happen. She's just like, no, you're like, you're being crazy. You're being unreal. Like, just go have fun, man. Go make friends, like, whatever. And I'm like, all right, all right. A couple of nights go by, man. And I'm, and we're sleeping in these big, like, like, camp, like, cabins or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And there'd be, like, 50 kids in there. Just bunk. There's no dividers. It's just bunk bed, bunk bed, bunk bed. Right. right? And these bunk beds were, like, super shitty. They were built up, like, two by fours and plywood. Right? <laughs> it's probably, probably built by the previous campers, like, last year. <laughs> you just get splinters and shit. Uh, you know, so, um, so anyway, like, and there's no guardrails on it. It's just a straight bed on a mat. It's just like. a straight bed on a mat. Like it was in the military. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. And it, so, it was actually kind of funny, like, just a little sidebar. When I went to the military, I refused to sleep on top of because you of knew it would happen. Because of this story. <laughs> I was like, no, I was like, I can't sleep on top. I'm like, fuck that. Um, so anyway, uh, and plus I've also seen Full Metal Jacket. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, nah, ain't nobody pinning me down. I'll fuck up. <laughs> so, like, anyway. So, uh, so one night I'm sleeping, man, and I just roll off the bed. And the floor of this building is straight concrete. <laughs> and so I smack, I mean, just straight. From a dead-ass sleep. Dead-ass so sleep, like- dude. Five and a half, six foot on the ground. Man, and if, <laughs> if you look, I have a, a, it might be hard to see on the video, but I have a, I know you know about it. I have a big scar that runs across my left eye. Yeah. Right, where I had to get stitches. So my head busted on the floor, split right open. I look at my hand. My hand is covered in blood. And on my ring finger, the fingernail has been ripped out oh, where it caught gosh. on some wood. And not only did it rip it out, but it ripped the skin like a quarter of the way down. God so damn. Like, Thought she was some fucking Vietnam torture. <laughs> yeah, dude. They were coming for fingernails, yeah. boys. And so, like, I'm sitting there, and everyone's dead asleep. It's, like, 2 in the morning. Not and like, long. Yeah, and I, I'm, like, I'm, like, fucked up, man. I can't even, like, get up. Like, I'm winded. Like, I had the wind knocked out of me. Oh, yeah. Thing, and plus, like, from being in dead-ass sleep to that much pain, I'm sure you're just, like, freaked out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And uh, so I just start moaning. I'm, like, uh, uh. <laughs> I sound like Jurassic Park 2, that baby Tyrannosaurus Rex they're trying to fix. He's like, like that's literally Did you, like, you sound like that fucking cat in the car. <laughs> I relate to this cat. Talk about full circle, man. <laughs> so anyway, like uh, the friend of the family, the little chaperone guy or whatever, he wakes up and he's just like, oh shit. <laughs> you know, and he like picks me up, rushes me to like the nurse because they had a nurse on call at all times oh, yeah. like, there, right? in case something happened. 
and she sees it and she kind of cleans it up and she's like looking at it and I'm just like crying and I'm like only in my like my underwear and I'm just, I mean I'm like eight years yeah, old yeah yeah you know? And uh, she's like, he has to go to the hospital. Like, he has to get stitches. And they have to, like, she's like, I've done all I can here. Like, you give me a fucking <laughs> bottle of alcohol and a fucking band-aid. Like, <laughs> she didn't even do that. Yeah. I think she tried to wipe away some of the blood. And she was like, I'm not touching this. She's like, ooh. <laughs> she probably wouldn't even have nurse, dude. Probably not. Probably just hack they found somewhere. So anyway, man, I get to the hospital. I get fucking stitches. And they, like, it's actually kind of cool. I don't know if you know this, but, like, when you got, like, some, like, cuts or some shit. Like, well, what happened on the hand? Like, they just put super glue on it. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but um, so my mom comes and picks me up from the fucking hospital, and you know this is like the next like it's daylight, like it's the middle of the afternoon at this fucking point, <clears throat> and just to sober up. <laughs> I don't think she wasn't a big drinker, but she, she got a call. She's like, "God damn it, I need another eight hours of farm ready to get this motherfucker." God, that would be horrible. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, so we're driving right, and uh, I'm in the passenger seat. It's just her and I. We're going home or whatnot. So. Um, I, like, I, I knew that I was getting out of church camp early, one way or another. So I don't know, like, subconsciously if I just made a jump for it or whatever. <laughs> but uh, we're driving. And this is, like, one of the few times I ever, like, cussed in front of my mom like this. And uh, I look at her, and she, she's, like, not really saying much. But then I, I remember looking at her. I was like, I told you some bad shit was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and, dude, she smacked me, uh, she smacked me up the side of the head. She hit me on the other side that wasn't wounded. I just... <laughs> I just start crying. She's like, like, I'll rip another fucking fingernail out. You give me that hand. <laughs> God, man. Oh, I got so many stories about that woman. She's funny, man, in, in her own way, man. You know? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I mean, she was good. She was good. Yeah. Young yeah, mom's a little fuck. Whatever. I mean, what do you do to kids, man? You gotta, you gotta get something straight sometimes, right? I mean, there's like, there's no. No perfect parent. Everybody does. Like, every, every person that you talk to has fucked up family stories. Like, that's, that's just how it is. There's no... Especially down here, dude. Yeah, dude. You want to know it's weird speaking about, like, uh, children and fucked up family stories and all that. Like, you know, discipline and all, all that stuff. Um, one thing I've noticed in school, man, is a lot of the top performers, like, a lot of the top athletes, like, especially academic performers, right? These, these kids with very high GPAs are going to law school, medical school and stuff. Everyone that I've talked to, none of their parents ever physically disciplined them. Really? Yeah. They treated them like adults. They had like adult consequences and all that stuff. But like tons of them that I've talked to, they're like, oh, my parents never like spanked me with a belt or something like that. So like what would be an adult consequence? Like, like if you do this, this will happen. Like, like if, what, you don't, what, if you don't do what I like, if you don't keep your grades up here, then you don't get like an Xbox. So okay. That's, so that's so I mean. it was like. Not uh, like you're going to be financially liable. <laughs> no, like, so it's. I mean, <laughs> I mean like, so, so they're saying like, there was no negative kind of like, no negative shit is in like, you wouldn't get grounded. You would just be, you would just miss out on a positive thing. Well, they would have like grounding and stuff like that. But like, essentially, yeah, basically at its fundamental. So like, instead of like, getting your ass, instead of getting like, negative what is it negative reinforcement they got positive, positive reinforcement way, yeah, yeah yeah and then they were like really rewarded for like good behavior and stuff like that and everything so it's just my, one thing i've noticed yeah i don't like my parents were like if i did the if i did good they were like cool you did what you were supposed to you get nothing but if they were just only like <laughs> you only got like same same area. like you only got uh if, if you did something wrong you would sure as shit find out about that quick <laughs> yeah, as far as like doing anything positive they're like oh you did what you're supposed to congratulations oh man 
and so I don't know, maybe that that's probably not the correct way to do things. I don't know, but every every kid, every person is fucking different too, so they respond to different shit. I don't think I responded good to it. Because that I has didn't. made me not give a fuck about anything else. I didn't. That's what so. led me to get into so much trouble, and then eventually, like, that's why I, like, quote-unquote, ran away at 18 to the military. Yeah, because, I mean, my, my thought on that shit was, like, I'm never going to be able to please them, so why should I ask, like, why should I try yeah. in that aspect? Like, it's always better to ask for forgiveness than permission. That was yeah. my look at, like, I just stopped <laughs> asking for anything. I'm just do shit and get in trouble later. <laughs> like, here you go. Yeah, like. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I don't have any kids, man, but like, you know, I kind of read into like some of the information about it, like the, the, the pros and cons of like disciplining a child like that, like physically, you know? Like, yeah. I'm not talking about like you're punching him in the fucking face. Yeah. Yeah. Just beating that ass. Every yeah, yeah. Bend him over the knee, be responsible. Like, yeah. here you go, whatever. And I mean, this is how we were raised where we're at. Yeah. Back when I mean, it was fucking Texas. But like, I mean, does Texas do capital punishment still? Or corporal punishment. <laughs> 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 Little Timmy, you failed that math test. Fucking electric chair, you motherfucker. <laughs> Just imagine, like, a classroom of kids fucking around and then teacher, like, principal comes Lynching in. Lynching them and shit. Stands one up, puts a gun to his head, fucking kill one scared thousand. And Must that be a lesson? Yeah. Uh, be like, the whole goddamn school passed their chest. What a surprise. Dude, I don't know. I was actually having a story, speaking of, like, corporal punishment stuff. I mean, I, I think, I'm, I'm sure it happened to you, too, man. Um... Like, when I was growing up, or when we were growing up, like, if you got in tr- like, there was a thing the school had where, like, the parents could sign a waiver that granted permission to, like, the principal and assistant principal to physically spank you on the ass with a wooden paddle. Yep. Did you ever go through that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so like, my, my parents were like, oh, hell yeah, sign this motherfucker up. <laughs> my my, my mom like, gladly signed Yeah, they'd shit. be like, and you're going to get your ass beat at school, and then when we get home, I'm beating your ass personally. Yeah. You got double. Like, that paddle had, like, fucking holes drilled in it and shit, dude. I was like, what the fuck, man? And then they would have a teacher that had to witness it? Yeah, because they couldn't do it in private. Because yeah. It, like, I think it was fucking too kinky for them shit. It's like, hey, the principal, <laughs> like, hey, you want another, you little fucker? I won't say the, the principal's name, but it was when we were in middle school. I fucking cannot stand that guy. I hate that <laughs> concept so much. I hate that. I, I cannot. Dude, fuck him, dude. He's a coach. You know what I'm talking about? Typical. There you go. <laughs> coach aka principal aka history teacher <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i mean oh, fuck, man, what was that? i was going somewhere with that but uh i don't know if they still do it but i was i was telling the story you know in one of my college classes because you know it's kids from all over the country yeah yeah because we, we have one of the best like forestry programs in the entire nation mm-hmm. right there's only two in texas and our university we're close to is one of them so like kids who like want to study that they, they all come here so i was talking to a kid i think it was from chicago and I was telling him that story, and he was just like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "Yeah, dude. Like, they, I was like, this is not a long time ago, dude. Like, they used to be able to just beat your fucking ass in yeah. school, man." So, God, dude, it was all so fucking awkward. And I just remember like sitting there, like when it had to happen to me, like it happened a few times. <laughs> but uh, and this is like eighth grade, man. Like, so you're not like super young. Like, yeah, yeah, you're like that mid age, early teenager. Yeah, right now, where it's like this is kind of fucking weird. That's why they needed a witness. Yeah. And I just remember, like, sitting outside the principal's office, and there's just, like, 30 fucking kids sitting there just waiting. Waiting for their ass beating. And it was every fucking morning. Like, it was early, too, right? It was, like, either right... I guess it was right when school started. <laughs> like, like, you just had to report down there to get your ass beaten for the rest of the day. And they told you, like, a couple days before. Yeah, you knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just this psychological mindfuck of, like... Dude, oh, like, you'd be walking through class, the principal would see you make eye contact and be like, can't wait for our fucking appointment, little bitch. Let's make that ass. I'd like to meet that guy again and be like, you know everything you did was fucking weird. 
Because he seemed to enjoy it. That guy seemed to enjoy it. They did, I think a lot of them did. That's part of why they wanted to become educators. Like, like some kids like that. Spank, Spank that ass, yeah. Spank that ass. <laughs> Gosh, sick box. <laughs> I don't know they still do. We need to find out, man. That's a good thing. Yeah. I feel like they do, but I, I don't know. I, well, I mean, I'm not saying that, that, that discipline is a good thing. It's, it's, no, I don't. It's a good topic. I don't really think it works. Nah, fuck no, dude. Because we went back to doing the exact same shit we were doing. We just got true. smarter and not getting caught. And you, yeah, if not, you were just in there the next week to get the ass beaten and start all over again. Yeah. You remember the attention they used to put us in? The middle school? The black boxes? I don't know if you Oh, ISS? ISS, in school suspension? Yeah. Fuck, dude. That was like. Dude, I felt like I was like in a fucking internment camp or something. I like that shit, dude. It was really yeah. God, that shit used to eat me up, man. <laughs> so for those of you to describe what we're talking about, like we would get in trouble, and they had this thing called in-school suspension, where you couldn't be in the regular classes with other students because you were like too distracting, or if you got in trouble for any reason, really anything. Yeah. You know? And so it was literally like desks that just lined the walls. There was no desk in the middle of the room, and there was like black. It was all painted black. Yeah. I don't know the point of that. It was just black wooden dividers, like the front and the side, so you couldn't see anyone. You weren't allowed to talk. Yeah, to you guys. had to scoot up inside of this. It was like a cubicle, but smaller. They yeah. were preparing you for office work later on. <laughs> That's probably what it is. Like they want some goddamn worker bees. Worker bee right here, man. And then you just could not talk the entire day. No, and lunch was served to you in the room. You yes. couldn't go have lunch. Like you had to eat your little fucking app. And it was actually a, it was like a downgraded version of lunch. You didn't get to pick. It was like prison food, dude. It was a fucking apple, a shit taste. <laughs> sandwich and like i think you got i think you did get a milk a shit sandwich dude yeah i think they let you choose the milk though i think you could choose you could have white, white or chocolate, chocolate. Yeah, yeah yeah they're so kind to us oh yeah so kind so you got to be eating that fucking nasty shit sandwich sucking on your little choco milk and just counting the counting the minutes down till three o'clock fucking hit and just so the listeners know like moses and i we did not go to like a private school or like a religious school like we went to a normal public school in the South. In the South? Like, in Texas, yeah. yeah. Country. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'd, I'd be curious Dude, they had it. some annoying-ass rules there, man. Oh, dude, I fucking hated it. Like, and we, we was, we, our shit was, like, extra, okay, because, you know, our school, you could only have a fucking mustache, and it was, like, it was literally military standards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the school 20 minutes away from us, also public school, those motherfuckers had full beards. The Mexican kids, well, shit. I mean, the Mexicans had beards because they grew the facial hair. But they lied on their paperwork. They're actually twenty years old. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, it was it was stupid. Oh man! And I had yeah. a fucking. I remember as soon as I turned eighteen, I started getting tattoos. So like, oh really? You started getting them that early? Yeah, I had I had tat, I had three tattoos before I got out of high school. So like, I and I always wore shorts. Like I still fucking do. But yeah. I had like the main one. I had it's like probably six by four on my shin, and I always wore shorts. So the principal. Eventually, he caught on, and so he'd look for it, but I would, I would walk past him and, like, drag my backpack in front of my leg. Yeah. And I would just be like, hey, move that backpack. Be like, what do you have there? Be like, whoa, when, when did that get here? Fuck. Yeah. Be like, you got to change. You got to wear pants. Yeah, I remember that, like, being a thing, because I remember a few people having tattoos, but they also did it with, like, men and piercings. Yeah, because I had fucking gauges, too. Because I at that time, I had fucking, I had small gauges. I didn't go as straight as you, but I had, like, small gauges, but I think I had, like, fours or sixes or something, and they were like, you got to take those out, like, every morning. Yeah, I, I remember I got pulled out of class for my gauges, and I was like, oh, if I take these out, they're too big. They're going to get literally infected, and I'm going to get sent home anyways. Yeah. So they were like, we got to put, I was like, Let me, I'll put a fucking band aid over it. So I just had the gauge, and I just put a fucking band aid over it. But 
hilarious. It was bullshit. And then like they, they it was like even like haircuts and hair color and Dude, stuff. Dude, I got in, also got in trouble because I used to have like a version of fucking Liberty Spikes. Like I had regular hair. It's when you have pointed fucking hair that like it's like a mohawk, but it's not all solid, which you couldn't have a goddamn mohawk either. So like some SLC punk shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. But I had that shit in like junior high. And they again got pulled out of class and he was like, You can't have your hair like that. It's a distraction. I was like, Okay, but the goddamn women can have a big old fucking bob or whatever the fuck on their hair. Like it's taller than my shit. That's one thing I noticed about the girls in school, man. They could just do whatever the fuck they wanted. Yeah. And it was like the dudes, like, I was like, I don't know, man. Like, maybe, like, our principals had some issues. They, like, bullied, like, pushes against the locker. Like, what are you dressing like? You think you're tough, motherfucker? (laughs) Coming here looking like half a fag. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, why are you talking to me like this, man? (laughs) The girls would be wearing tube tops, spaghetti straps, and shit. If a a guy wore, like, smoking cigarettes in the parking lot. Just if a dude wore just a regular old tank top, it'd be like, whoa, back it up there, fucking convict. You got to change that shit. Now it's time for a quick message from our sponsors. Are you searching for natural plant-based solutions to enhance your well-being? Well, look no further than premium kratom powder from M&W Labs. Introducing our premium kratom products crafted with care and expertise. Life can be demanding, and we understand the need for reliable support to face the challenges ahead. M&W Labs Kratom offers you the perfect blend of tradition and modern science, bringing you the power of kratom in every leaf. Unlock the potential of kratom with M&W Labs' diverse range of strains. Whether you're seeking a natural energy boost, calm and relaxation, or relief from everyday discomfort, we have the perfect solution for you. Are you ready to experience the power of nature's gift? Visit our website at mnwlabs.com to place your order today. Our friendly and knowledgeable customer service team is standing by to assist you. Now let's get back to the show. Dude, there's, there's oh man, we got so many funny stories from high school. It's been so long, man. Do you remember when, uh, I'll say his first name, I can't say his last name. Do you remember when the school locked down for the drug search and Gage? Oh yeah, yeah. Had to run for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I'm sure it's the same way, like basically across America. But what they would do is occasionally they would lock down our school. They would just call it over to the PA system. Didn't matter where you're at. You yeah, stayed like, in your no classroom. one leaves the classroom wherever you're at. No one's allowed to leave. No one's allowed to go to the parking lot. Can't even go to the bathroom. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Right, and then they just bring in cops and drug dogs, and they just start hit. They hit all the parking lots. They hit all the lockers, and no one leaves until they're done. Right, and uh, so I'm sitting. Were you in that class? I wasn't in that. Class. Oh, you missed out, dude. <laughs> you missed out. So I was sitting in this. I think it was like a fucking computer science class, and um, my buddy or our buddy, like that we grew up with, just. Big old goofy guy, big drinker, big partier, always just having a good time, right? Well, they call this lockdown, and he stands up and he tells the teacher, he's like, Mr. Smith, he's like, I, I got to go to the bathroom. And Mr. Smith is like, no, you have to sit down and get going. He's like, no, I have to go. And like this, our friend Gage is like a big dude. Like, I mean, he's, he was probably, what, 300 pounds at the time? Pretty close, yeah. yeah. He's a big old dude. And Mr. Smith's probably like a buck 50 something away. Yeah. And he's just Gage is like pushing the teacher out the way to the door. <laughs> and then like, and the interesting part is eventually he's like, oh, I'm gonna shit my pants. And then Gage busts out that fucking door, does not go to the bathroom. It's <laughs> like you can see in the window. The bathroom is right, the parking lot is left. And this motherfucker makes a mad dash to his fucking truck in the parking lot, dude. And the cool thing about this classroom is we had a bunch of windows. We had a full fucking view of what was happening. Yeah, you could you could see the parking lot perfect, dude. And you see this big old boy just hauling ass to his truck, dude. And he gets in his truck, 
they're calling in on the radios. And, you know, teachers like call like, hey, like, we got this going on or whatever. You know, <laughs> we got a runner. <laughs> we got a runner. Send <laughs> tasers and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Let those dogs go. You know, <laughs> oh, like, that'd be scary. It's not really far fetched. But uh, <laughs> so he gets in his truck and he's trying to drive out of the parking lot. And obviously it's a secured parking lot that has one entry, one exit. Yep. Right. Cops, teachers line up and they're trying to barricade it, like stop him from leaving. And he literally is yelling out the window, like, I'm not fucking stopping. <laughs> and he just fucking dashes through him. And they jump out of the way or whatever. And I watch this motherfucker. He's weaving. He's hauling ass. He's weaving through the parking lot, getting off school campus. Our school was right on a, like a fucking four-lane highway. Beelines directly across the highway to a fucking county road and just fucking hauls ass down this county road. Comes back, sits down in class like fucking 20 minutes later, like nothing fucking happened. He's like, woo. Yeah. Had the runs today. <laughs> Turns out he had a half a drink bottle of vodka in his truck and he didn't want to get caught, so he went and just dish the shit in the woods, I guess, or some shit. But it was a funny story. We were like cheering and shit. We were like, yeah, go, dude. <laughs> Hometown hero, yeah. <laughs> dude, it was funny as shit. I was like, oh, fuck, man. Like, I didn't know what was going to happen. Shoot out his tires. I don't know how far they're going to take this. Man, one time it was obviously like it, it wasn't that time, but it was a, a previous time or maybe later. But I got, I was sitting in class, the drug shit happened. Yeah. I got pulled out of class. They were like, hey, the dog's been barking around your car. And I was thinking like, oh, fuck. Because yeah, I used to smoke weed, do whatever the fuck. Roll so, next, like, what could this be? Right? Yeah, like, what did I forget <laughs> about and not take out of the car? So I get over there because ha- have to. I have to bring myself over there. Got a couple officers, got the dog. And he's like, you got anything in the car? And I was like, no. I don't know what this could be about. You think I'm going to say yes? Yeah, right. So I unlock the car. The dog, they're looking around it. I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck? I'm like, I hope I, didn't, I hope I don't have anything in here. So the cop's like, he's like, yeah, it could be anything. Could be like drugs. He's like gunpowder guns. He's like, do you have any guns in here? I was like, no. But then I thought, I was like, if the 4th of July was like, well, no, it wasn't that. It must've been fucking New Year's. I was Probably like, New Year's, yeah. I was like, well, I did have some fireworks in here a while ago. I was like, there, there's nothing in here anymore, but I did have fireworks. That's probably what it is. And he was like, oh, okay. He was like, yeah, that must be what it is. So long story short, dog searches didn't find fucking nothing. I got so goddamn lucky. I look, I had my, if they would have pulled out my ashtray, it was like multiple fucking stem seeds, like half smoked like lunch. Yeah. Like all yeah. kinds of bullshit. Yeah. So I got lucky on that one. <laughs> Fuck, man, that was every time you heard the school was on lockdown, all of our friends, your buttholes. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, we gotta, we gotta like, go. What did we do? What did we forget Dude. about? Where's the dad? <laughs> they, caught me, they caught me one time, man. Uh, I was in, uh, well, I, I got super lucky. They called lockdown while I was in the bathroom, just taking a leak. I was in the gym. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I had this really, they used to make these really cool keychains. I had one where it was like a mushroom, but you could like unscrew it. Was it was a pipe. And it was a pipe. Yeah, yeah. And I had used that before. Right, and other friends and use it or whatever the fuck it may be. And they call that fucking lockdown. And I go, oh shit. So I go immediately into the toilet stall, right? Stand up on the fucking toilet, lift up one of those fucking tiles, <laughs> yeah. and just throw my shit in there and then go back in class like nothing happened. Long story short, I told my brother that story and like three years later he went back and looked and found that shit. And I was like, what the fuck? It's kind of cool. Full circle. Full circle. Yeah, I don't know, man. And then they just like just treat us like shit. Just literally beat our asses. I don't know. I also think that, like, I mean, there's discipline and then there's, like, violence. And I think, like, sometimes, like, especially in those dynamics, like, violence can kind of, like, breed more violence. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you treat someone like a criminal and you do that to them, like, they're going to become adults that are like that. 
typically. Yeah, and plus, typically, like, we violence. Yeah. I mean, violence will also breed, like, most most of the time at that point, you could be like, you get your ass beat, or you could take two weeks of detention. Nine times out of ten, someone's just going to take the ass beat. Because they're like, <laughs> Cause they're yeah, like fuck that shit up. Take ass beat in its own school time. I ain't wasting my time being in detention. Like, fuck that. Oh, God, dude. Oh, you remember all that detention time I had to make up? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I was like public enemy number one, man. Like, so the listeners, man, uh, my, once I was able to work, uh, I kind of valued money over like education and school. And especially our high school. Yeah. yeah or exactly it's, it's, much. It was dog shit. You know, apparently now it's like a good school. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like super competitive. School, mm. Back then. Jesus Christ. Well, um, so I'd missed so much time. They were like, hey, you're not going to be able to graduate. And I was like, what? Like, my grades are fine. Like, I was passing. No attendance was fine. But I was Just passing. I had no attendance. <laughs> and uh, no attendance, yeah. Because the school wouldn't get that fucking money. That's really all what it came down to. Yeah, for sure. Just like prison, like we talked about. <laughs> so for an entire, I think it was, a, it was at least a semester. I think it might have been an entire last senior year. I had to come in an hour before school, stay an hour after school. And then I had to come in every Saturday. Saturdays to Jesus. make up the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I was able to graduate on time. It was cool. We had that uh that principal, Mr. Neal, man. He was a really cool dude. Oh yeah, I do remember yeah. that. Yeah, he he knew I was I was a, I was just like a rowdy teenager. I was doing some shit, I had like some family stuff going on, and like I was just trying to figure out what the fuck I was gonna do in my life. Because I had like zero options, hence going to the military. Yeah. <laughs> so uh <laughs> and uh so like a lot of times like he would like for like detentions, he would be like, you just sit in my office. And I was like, what? It was like some American History X Goodwill hunting shit. <laughs> I like what, like, what are we going to do? And he was like, we're just going to talk. He was like, we're just going to talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. And dude, I had, and he talked to me like an adult, like a grown ass man. He made jokes. It, it was, it was a fun, I was just, I felt like I was hanging out with a friend. Yeah. Like, that was the first time in my life that an adult had ever talked to me like that. I'm sure that made way more of a difference on you than getting your fucking ass beat every yeah. week. <laughs> and then, and then like, he just talked to me about like life and like, you know, what's important, like, you know, things to do, like, you know, paths you can take. And he told me about like his history and people he'd known who'd grown up and gone down wrong paths. And mm-hmm. I talked to him about the military and he said, honestly, he was like, I don't typically encourage it. He was like, but <laughs> in your case, <laughs> yeah, in yeah. your case, maybe jumping out of helicopters might not be a bad idea. <laughs> I didn't jump out of fucking helicopters, but whatever. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, no, he was cool. He was like, yeah, man. He was like, that would give me the footing to like get an education, to get money, like, to get started, like get a house, like do all this shit. Yeah. Like, it actually turned out being like a really, really good thing, man. So that's like one of the few people I've valued from that. Everyone else, man. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Shit. Well, speaking of violence that like we were talking about earlier, man, did I ever tell you about uh, my old boss who got in trouble? Got ring, got got hung up on a domestic violence charge. Oh, oh, no. yeah, yeah, that don't go well. So uh, this guy, man, he was like a big old fucking nerd. Um, I didn't really care for the guy too much. And he was a big dude. I mean, he was like he was like six three, but he was like overweight. Like, oh, okay, I was gonna yeah. say like fat or yeah. He used to play a lot of like football and stuff like that. Like, okay, you know, so he, he has that like, natural like big old fucking big dude, dude, like right? refrigerator body. Yeah. <laughs> and he was married to like this little like petite girl, man. That was like maybe like maybe a hundred pounds, right? <laughs> Had a couple kids or whatever. And uh, anyway, he was like a mega nerd. Like he would always like just game and Twitch and do all that, like stream on Twitch oh, and yeah, all that yeah. shit, you know. And he was a raging alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn recipe for disaster. He would buy two handles of Jose Cuervo a week. 
And on top of that were some beers and shit. I was like, uh, dude, even at that time I was drinking a lot, I was like, how can you function? And he was going to work. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's my thing. Like I, I mean you can drink like that, but yeah. like, you ain't getting up at fucking five in the morning, <laughs> you know? Like, so uh so anyway, he's he's playing him and his wife. She was she was uh she was Polish. Oh, okay. Or Ukrainian. So she kinda had like this like real I don't I don't know the dynamics of their relationship really, but she kinda had this whole like controlling vibe to some degree, you know what I'm talking about? Like some of those like Eastern Bloc women kinda have that. Yeah, well especially if she's not gonna like him if he's fat. I think that's like, a lot of what it, what it was. She's just like, yeah, they're they're not like they're a fan of appearance and shit. Because he's probably not pulling his weight. Well, because usually those Eastern Bloc women, like, I mean, they really take care of themselves. They're more like traditional, like, family roles. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like they're going to take care of the children, shit, the yeah. home homestead stuff. Man so, goes out and works. So I just think this guy, like, I think he just like fucked up, been like lazy, not motivated. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. Just probably pissing like, her off. I got to wear the fucking pants, right? So I think it was already on the walls. But anyway, so this dude one day is like, he's Twitch streaming, streaming right live. And like, dude, he's like telling these fucking stories about like banging hoes on the side and shit <laughs> to like all these guys. And he had like a decent amount of, I think he had like 3,000 followers oh. or some shit. Like he oh. had like a good follower. Yeah. Man. And, uh, well, on the camera, on the live stream, what he doesn't see that everyone else can see. Is she standing right behind him? <laughs> <laughs> taking it all in. <laughs> and she's letting him keep just fucking keep self Just digging that hole. <laughs> just digging that hole, buddy. Oh, my God. And so then it turns into, like, her calling him out. Like, what the fuck did you just say? And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And then so they get into it. Like, they start, it starts verbally arguing. It turns around, like, whoop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? like, they start getting into it, man. And then uh, eventually it turns, like, physical. And all these motherfuckers are watching this shit God on Twitch. Damn. And then, like, they're donating more money and shit and stuff. Like, as, as he's just, like, bringing like, in her. her, her. <laughs> Dude, yeah. this is the most savage shit. There's a huge investigation over this shit and stuff, man. And, uh, like, fucking, uh... So, anyway, he beats <laughs> the fucking shit out of his old leg. Because he's like, fucking wasted. Oh, yeah, yeah. She starts saying some Wasted, drunk. Like he it. just, no fucking self-control. He's, like, fucking twice her size. I mean, yeah. He's fucking... Throwing her up like a fucking rag doll, dude. All live on fucking camera. Yeah. It was bad. It was like in front of the kids and shit, too. Oh, right? shit. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, so anyway, <laughs> like, uh, he gets arrested. Obviously. <laughs> did, 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 like, did someone on Twitch, like, call the cops? Uh, or did... I, the oldest daughter called the cops. Oh, fuck. Yeah, okay. she was like 12 or 13. Ooh. She was like old enough to know, like, something needs to be done, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, so we're at work and like his investigation starts, man. <laughs> and like he starts like he liked me, I guess. I don't know. But he starts telling me this fucking story. And I'm like, dude, like, stop. Like, I don't want to know any fucking details. Because, you know, like, yeah, I don't want to that, get that's pulled. some shit I don't want to be involved in. Yeah, I don't want to get pulled into like a fucking room and start getting questioned, like, what's this person like? Yeah, yeah. Which inevitably ended up happening or whatever. But I remember him telling me, he was like, you know, like she had a bruise on her leg. Like a huge, massive bruise that kicked the fuck out of her. God damn. Yeah, dude, do this piece of shit. And um, he was like, yeah, but how can they prove that I did that? And I told, I remember telling him, I was like, that's not the defense you want to go with. Dude, like, dude, <laughs> you were live on Twitch in front of however many people beating someone's ass, beating your wife's ass in front of the kids. Like, you, you don't have a fucking, like, stand I should li- It's not funny, but it's just funny. To- 
the oh, situation is funny. The funny aspect is that it was live on fucking Twitch and yeah. people were donating fucking money. Yeah, they were treating that shit like pay-per-view. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> fucking hell yeah. They probably thought it was fake, man, honestly. They probably, I mean, they could have. You know? I don't know, man. But yeah, dude, like... Oh, fuck. Man, that would be a <laughs> terrible... Well, I guess, I mean, that's all on him. He fucked up. Yeah, but I mean, that, that is a shit situation to be in. Mm-hmm. What happened to him? Oh, well, we were, like, in the military, so he ended up, uh, he got charged with it, and they ended up, uh, they ended up NJP, and I'm getting Article 15, and then he lost, like, rank and shit. The shitty part is, like, he was an E6, like, three years out from retiring, so he was <laughs> stripped back, which basically fucks his retirement. Yeah, like, that fucks his wife yeah. up, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. shouldn't have <laughs> taken a bottle of tequila to the head and beat his wife, I guess, so. <laughs> he was still drinking after that. I tried to be like, well, at that point, what else? I mean, what does he have to fucking lose? I tried to be like, cool dude. I was like, hey, man. Did his wife stay with him? No. Okay. Ooh, no, okay. No, no. She packed her shit the next took day. The kids. Oh, yeah. Took the kids, everything. They moved back to fucking Florida. She instantly filed for fucking divorce, got the fucking house, all that shit, all the equity, everything. Like, she fucked his shit up overnight, dude. I was like, God, so, yeah, damn. <laughs> all he's got is a tequila now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember sitting at like the, the, the you know, because we were enlisted, right? Like, yeah. so I remember sitting at like, they called E Club, like the enlisted bar on base. And he's just drinking heavy, and I'm like having like a casual beer or two. I remember telling him, I was like, dude, like, you ever thought like maybe like the cause of all your troubles? <laughs> in that cup right there? In that fucking cup in front of you? Yeah, dude, like, maybe you should take a break for a while and like kind of like figure some shit out. And he was like, no, this is the one that makes me happy. And I was just like, <laughs> all right, buddy, like, fucking more power to you. <laughs> yeah, dude, fucking, I don't know, man. That shit's like fucking insane, dude. Man, speaking of like fucking crazy people who can't control this shit, I ever tell you about my crazy ass neighbor? Currently? Yeah. No. Oh, God, dude. Oh, God. <laughs> so it's super weird. All right. So, husband and wife, one kid that I know of. I've met him briefly one time. Roughly how old the kid? Uh, we're talking young, probably like six. Oh, okay. Somewhere around there. Old enough to walk. So old enough to be in school. Maybe eight, somewhere around there. Yeah. Okay. They never leave the house. There's no blinds on any of the windows. There's no blinds? There's no blinds. You can see straight to the fucking house. So they just live their life totally open? Mm-hmm. That is yeah. fucking weird. And then, this is what, this shit gets even crazier. Um, he's only mowed his yard twice in like a year and a half that I've been here. It's like Jurassic Park. <laughs> so people like want to know like I got a house like in like a subdivision or whatever so it's like cookie cutter like normal But there's obviously no HOA. Yeah, there's Otherwise, no HOA. That yeah. <laughs> Which was the big reason why I moved in there, you know? I was like, yeah, dude, that's fuck shit. HOA's yeah. fucking stupid. Probably. Yeah. Well, now I'm fucking praying for him. <laughs> Which we fucking had when we got fucking eight foot weeds. So he had like I don't know like he, his shit would just like grow up, man. Like he had like an eight, literally. Like, I don't know what kind of plant there, but like these weeds we have where we're at, and they'll, they'll get like eight feet tall. You see them on the side of the highways all the time. They kind of look like pot. You know what I'm talking about? Do they have fur on them? Kind of. Yeah, yeah it's a fur. We call them fur. I call them goat weed. Goat I, don't, weed. I don't know what they're actually called. So like, as like a fuck you to everyone. Like he hung Christmas lights on that shit. <laughs> he <had laughs> that he shit fucking going. owns it. He's like, bitch, I'm never gonna mow again. Yeah. But the kid like is not allowed outside or anything like that. Yeah. Does so, the kid look mal- like? Like the kid I, looked malnourished no, or something? No, no, I didn't see any of that. Didn't see any of that. But, like, the kid, like, he was out, the dad was you gotta outside. gotta be albino if he's a fucking shut in. <laughs> the dad was outside one time, and the kid was trying to get outside, and he was just like, get back inside. And then, like, the wife never comes outside either. Jesus. What if yeah. she's, like, chained up somewhere in there? Uh, dude, I don't know. 
Like I, I we we got some nail miss pitch one day, and I had to go over there and like, be like, hey, here's her nail. And I met her. Yeah, she's nice. She's pretty healthy. Seemed normal. Ah. but uh, but yeah, man. Like with with him, like crazy shit just starts happening. But he he doesn't he doesn't leave either. Like he doesn't have a job. He's disabled. Oh he's disabled. shit! Okay. Yeah, he was a crank. So Dude, I mean, what, he looks fine to me. What if what if every day what if every day is like fucking Desert Storm flashbacks? Yeah, right there. Hey, he, dude, he's not much older than us. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I don't, he's definitely not Desert Storm. Desert Storm. So like enduring freedom. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but uh, so like sometimes like my dog like will have to go out in the middle of the night, right? She's just getting old. Mm-hmm. She'll wake me up. Be like, hey, take me out, Dad. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. And uh, every now and then, man, like I'll just hear like yelling. At night? At night, dude. Like, yeah. And it would be like fucking two, three in the morning. And like, I've heard him go like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? And I'm like outside, like, I, just anything you can imagine I've heard. Like, dude. God fucking damn it. <laughs> like fucking three in the morning. Maybe dude. he's playing fucking Call of Duty on Twitch. <laughs> Maybe so. I didn't think about video games. That dude. would be the, that would be like the positive games. explanation. Or he's just abusing the shit out of his family. One or the other. I don't know. I don't think he's abusing his family. Maybe it's he's waking. Weird. Maybe he's having fucking nightmares. Maybe he's waking up. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah that I'm an asshole, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like he had his. Uh, they they had their Christmas tree up, right? Um, and it was up till July. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck is like, going on? <laughs> we're already halfway done. Might as well just leave it up for the rest of the time. Yeah. So like whatever uh Do they like turn on the lights and shit when it got dark still? Yeah, yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> still sitting there, dude. Yeah, dude. Like I, I don't fucking know, man. Like it's just crazy shit. Like there was like a water leak, like right on our property line, right? And it was causing like a mud puddle in my yard. So I like, I called the guys, I was like plumbers, I was like, hey, can you come out take a look at it? They dug that shit up, they fixed it, they were like, hey, it's a minor crack, it's good. Go. Yeah, yeah. Easy. Pay 150 bucks, we're done, right? Broke the bank, whatever. <laughs> so uh so they go and they're like, they tell me, they're like, hey, this is actually your neighbor's line. So we have to get his permission to, do to dig on it. Yeah. Even though it technically went into my property line, it was his line. Like it initially started on his side or I something? Can't remember, man. So but, like, they were like, hey, we're going to go knock on this guy's door. To yeah. Figure this out. And so, like, he freaks the fuck out. Because they knocked on his door? Because he thought they were trying to get him to pay for it. Oh. And I was like, no. I was like, I'm paying for it. I called these guys or whatever. So then he came over, like, after they got done with the work, like, a couple hours later, like, look at it. and knocked on my door. And, like, he was like, you know, like, hey, thank you, or whatever. But, like, he, then he just went on this huge rant. I didn't even tell him I was in the military. I didn't even tell him all my time I ran kind of shit. And he just went on this huge rant about, like, his time and, like, the Marines and, like, all this crazy shit. I don't know. You know when someone's, like, kind of telling me a tall tale? Yeah. I was I was really getting that vibe. It's not worth getting in the like, weeds and seeing 50% of it is true. The other was like, yeah. Yeah. So I was just kind of like. <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. So, but it's interesting. Yeah, so I hear crazy shit all the time. I see crazy shit. At first, before I knew that, I don't know how much of like his behavior is linked to like the Marines or whatever. But before I knew that, like, uh, I just thought it was like crackheads. True. You know what I mean? I mean, they would have had ten full over the windows. <laughs> they wouldn't want nobody seeing that shit. I got full on my windows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got full on my back ones too. Yeah. Dude, no, this sun's too goddamn hot, man. It comes to those fucking windows. Hell yeah. Shoot a lot, dude. I don't know, man. I'm gonna chalk it up to. Call of Duty. Yeah. He's just up gaming all Call of Duty. Yeah, that's probably what it is. It's probably cool. What if I started playing video games and we started playing together? Do you think we could hear each other screaming? <laughs> Motherfucker! Fuck. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you! <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I don't know, man. But yeah, no, I mean, 
He seemed like a nice guy relatively enough. But it's yeah. just an odd just behavior. Strange. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, yeah. But, I don't know, man. Shit. People do weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of weird shit, man. Did I ever tell you about those uh, Canadian cops? Canadian cops? Yeah. The in, cops, the cops in, I ran into in Canada? In Canada? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll try to get the story in so we keep our time good. Um, so when I was moving, when I lived in Alaska, right, when I was early, well, I was like 18 to like 21 in Alaska. Yeah. And then I got stationed down in Shreveport. So I decided to drive, right? And... Dude, how long did that take you? It took me 10 days. God damn. Yeah, but it was cool. I basically drove. I'm sure, like, yeah, that would be like a cool trip. Almost damn near all of North America. Yeah. And then if you include my travels down in like Latin America and stuff like that, like it's, I've covered like basically the entire North America. Fuck yeah. Then. Yeah. And um, so anyway, like we stopped in one of these one small towns, just like barely over the border in Canada, coming from Alaska. It's called Fort Nelson, right? And I've already been driving like a shit ton. I'm tired as hell. So me and the old lady, we get to like a hotel or whatever. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to go to this bar. I'm just going to have a couple drinks. I'm going to come back. Okay. Well, I go to the bar and I start talking to these guys. And they're super friendly because they're Canadian. You know, like they don't cuss. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, hey, buddy. Hey, guy. Like, you know, like all this other shit. And then we close down the bar. Not really drunk. But they were like, hey, man, like we live like a couple of blocks over, like in a trailer park. You want to come? It was literally like trailer park boys. <laughs> and uh, so I went and I hung out with them for like a few hours, you know, and they, they were like, Drink a little bit more, a couple of them smoke a weed. And they were, we were just telling stories and they were asking about, like, what's it like, you know, in the South, like in America, yeah, yeah. all this other shit and stuff. And like, they were cool, man. Well, what my old lady had done is she was getting worried. So instead of walking to the bar, she decides to get in our truck and drive down. Well, she had had like a drink before or two, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And it had been a while. So she was good. Yeah. Especially on American standards. Instantly gets fucking. <laughs> like, because, it like, because it was late, I guess. Uh, yeah, it was late. It was like bar closing time. Yeah. Like it, it was a uh, fucking Alaska license plates. You know. What oh. I mean? so, yeah. So they pull it over. They're super nice to her, but they they do the whole field sobriety, and she's never had to speak to. Them. So she's like freaking. The yeah, fuck she's out. like holy shit. <laughs> shit get, like, probably acting nervous. Probably making them be like, "What the fuck you got?" Like, I'm going to fucking prison. <laughs> <laughs> like, and uh, so anyway, they give her a breathalyzer. And she blew, like, a, I think a .03 or something like that. She tells, she's honest with the cops. She's like, I had, like, one drink. Yeah. Okay. Ago. Yeah. I mean, like, .03. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. And they were like, well, in Canada, the limit is .05. I was like, damn. <laughs> this is what I heard that. So the cop was really cool. He was like, in the future, like, if you're going to drive it, you can only have, like, you can only have one drink, right, based on, like, your body weight and size. Yeah, and yeah. So they're cool. They let her go. I get to hear about that when I come back to the hotel room. I'm like, why would you even do that? Like, why she, As soon as she walk in the door, she's like, oh, I almost went to prison because of you. <laughs> so anyway, fast forward, we get down to Edmonton. It's like in the center of Canada. Huge, massive city. Actually, I think it has the largest mall in all of North America. Oh, they have a fucking water park inside the mall. Damn. It's insane. And like some Dubai type shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was cool, man. Um, so anyway, like we're staying in the hotel, obviously. And uh, I, at this time, this time I'm in the hotel lobby bar, mm-hmm. right? Like, or hotel bar. Close it down. And I'm like, oh, God, I want to smoke a cigarette, but I got to take a piss really bad. So I step outside and I go around the side of the building and I start to piss. There's nobody around. I give it a quick one, two. There's no cameras. Yeah. There's nobody out. It's late as hell. It's like two in the morning, whatever, right? And plus it's camera. It's safe as hell. Like, yeah, nothing to worry about. And it's like, as soon as I start to piss, 
<laughs> fucking two cop cars. I was like, you got to be fucking shitting me, dude. And so, like, they let me finish. And then they start talking to me. And then they're just laughing. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, hold up. And they're like, oh, man. They're like, no, you're, you're, you're good. They're like, they're like, you're not Canadian, are you? And I was like, no, no, no I'm an American. And they're like, oh, okay. And they're like, why are you so fucking good? I was like, well, man, I just like closed down. I smoked a cigarette. I had to go really bad. And they're like, ah, that's no big fucking deal or whatever. <laughs> turns out behind the hotel was kind of what they would call a rough neighborhood by their standards. Oh. <laughs> and uh, they were responding to a call. And they were just losing. Happy to see you busy. Happy to see me. <laughs> so I started talking to these guys. And it turns out, like, all these guys are dogs, right? And they're, like, getting out of their car. And we're, like, and they, I told them, you know, what my job was in the military. Doing, like, weapons and stuff like that. Explosives. And uh, we're all talking about, like, these various guns that they use and different types of ammo and shit. And they're telling me, like, their war stories. I'm telling them, like, shit that I've done and stuff. And they literally, like, hand me their guns at one point. Now, Dude. I will say they took the clips out. Like, uh, like super bad. Yeah, it felt like super bad. This is a fucking 100% true story, dude. It felt like super bad. So literally, I have like this AR and I'm like holding it up. I got like a cigarette in my mouth and shit. And I'm holding a Glock and stuff too, man. And uh, I got like pictures of it and stuff and everything. And then like, so when I went back, you know, I finished up the night with those guys. Those guys were cool, man. They were like, yeah, man, like you save your travel. Like yeah. see you around all this shit, man. So uh, one thing I got to say, man, is like Canadian cops are like super cool, man. Like how you think a cop should be that's how they are. Like, they're, they're really cool, man. They're really cool about it. So, like, anyway, so I go back to the hotel room and I, like, talk to this story and she's like, why does this shit happen to you? And she was like, like, she was telling the story. She's like, anytime something happens to her, like, it's like, oh, fuck. Like, you know, it's like a big issue or whatever the fuck it may be. But, like, with me, it's just like some super bad, like, pulling out guns. Cops are cool as shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm clearly doing something wrong that I shouldn't be. I was like, I don't know, man. I'm just talking to the guys. Yeah, they were cool, man. Yeah. Shout out to the Edmonton Police Department.